That was brutal. Let me know when you want to actually start. Oh, <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> I'm ready to vomit. Okay, wait. Hold on a second. Ball. 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 What are these, the rainy at-bats? Ball. <laughs> rainy. Uh, freaking Corbin. Freaking Rodney. You know, one of these days, these Nats pitchers are going to have to figure out that they're not going to get squat off the edge of the plate. This crew is not giving it to them. They're not giving it to them. They're not going to give you that little smidge right off the edge of the corner. It's not coming. The only way it's going to work is if you change up your speed. That's it. That's it. They're not chasing garbage. They're sitting back. They're making you throw strikes. No more of this Mickey Mouse nonsense that you're going to somehow put some trickery in the air that's going to take them out of it. It's not happening. Didn't work for Scherzer. Strasburg had to adjust his, uh, you know, his mo in uh, in his win in order to make something happen. And you know, these other guys, it's like they haven't gotten it. What do you mean? That's not a strike. I'm surprised it hasn't gotten a little chippier. You know what? It, whatever. I mean, from the office I mean, look, being I, like, I, I, "Hey, it's a freaking strike." Well, look, the, the umps, deal with Frank, it. The umps have been, I will give them this. They've been calling it both ways. Yeah. So I can't, I can't knock the umps for being inconsistent. They're being consistent and they're being fair. And frankly, when you look at the little, you know, strike meter on the, uh, Keith, the strike meter is like the yellow line of, for the first down in football. It is exact and precise and everybody can see it. Okay. Well, the, but the point, but the point <laughs> is, is they're calling it pretty straight up. Yeah. Like if no, that's they are. the if if that is the strike zone, they are calling it pretty true to that, and they're not really deviating from it. There have been maybe a handful of calls throughout these you know four games so far where they didn't get it right. Yeah. And that's it. Now they now that said, there was one today that was a doozy where. It was where they went to do the double play with – it would have been the strikeout and the caught they steal, who? where they called it a ball. Oh, and yeah. That, and, it was, yeah. and it was well with inside the strike zone. It was like, what the heck? Yeah. That one was brutal. And that one, I think, set the tone for you know maybe some other things to come. But that still happened under Corbin, right? Um, like he was still on the mound when that happened, or was it, was it uh, one of the other guys? I'd have to look. I, I don't remember. I, I had a feeling I, I, it was I, more th- towards the middle of the game. So I think it was. I think Corbin was still pitching at that point. But doesn't matter. I mean, look. This is what this is what happens when you just have a crummy. When you just have crummy options at relief, you know the relief position, and you can't rely on anybody to come in and be lights out. You know, Rainey had done pretty well, but he couldn't find the freaking plate. I mean, he, he came in, he came in, and he went. I could understand the first guy, but it was it was a walk on four straight pitches. The next guy, I think it was a walk on five pitches, and on the third guy, he still couldn't find the strike zone until finally, you know, 
that guy gets himself on. So, yeah, I think Mar- Martinez was like, dude, I got to get you out of here. You can't even find the plate. Yeah, you know? let me see. The seventh inning. Go ahead. Well, let's be honest. He'd been shaky in the other games, too, that he popped in in this series. For whatever reason, he, you know, I don't know if it was game two, maybe. Yeah. Um, that he, you know, he came in behind Strasburg and he ended up being a little bit of a question mark and stuff like that. Um, like, you know, they pulled him in that one. I was like, oh, well, you know, you gotta, gotta save his confidence. Well, that that's great. But if this is, if this is what confidence gets you. Yeah, it was a walk on four, then a walk on five, Uh, a fly out, a single, the home run, a walk, a walk, fielder's choice, a walk, and then a strikeout. But that wasn't all him. Like, he got the first three, then Rodney came in. Yeah, no, after the home run. Gave up the grand slam, then gave up another two, and the other guy came behind him, and it was, oh, God. Dude, this is the first time in the in the series where I was openly, you know, shouting obscenities in my house. You were actually texting me during the game. Well, that too. I had to vent. The kids are asleep. You know, Mandy's trying to get the get the baby down and all that sort of stuff. I needed to vent. Well, that's why I kept sending you just emojis because I pretty much figured that's why. So uh, uh... I'm sitting. I'm sitting there <laughs> anger texting during the game. I just, just sent, you the, activity, just sent right? you the shit emoji just going <laughs> I should have sent you the vomit one back because that's all that was during that game. It's just this nonstop bit of vomit once they got the starters out. Now look, th- my one beef with tonight was that I think last night should have been a bit of a warning shot to Martinez. You know, if you get to the fifth inning and your guy is giving up more stuff, you gotta you gotta make a change and you gotta make a change quick. Now, granted, you can't like predict a home run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, Corbin was doing okay. I think uh, I, I forget the name of the Astros catcher who hit it, but Chirinos. Yeah. So he he landed a great you know a great home run off of that pitch so i can't knock him for that he just he followed through and he he did what he was supposed to do and even then corbin still had them within range of being able to do something but i mean the night yeah even the four nothing crap yeah even the four nothing it was like okay that sucks but you know you can you can get four. It's possible to get four. All we need is like, you know, we just got to get. Yeah, they were still, they were still, they were still in a position, but once they bring in the relievers and the relievers give up walks and give up a grand slam and all that, it's, you're just, you, you know, what are you supposed to do? You know, it's supposed to be the next man up in that, in that uh, scenario. And unfortunately, you know, the Astros, they got their act together and were able to pass it off from guy to guy to guy. And the Nationals, they were just looking for somebody to stop the bleeding. And, you know, even then, the bats still couldn't quite get it done. There were, I think, probably about a handful of line drives 
that seemed to go potentially far enough to go out of the park, but just died. I, I, I would be willing to bet if they were playing in Houston with some of those hits, they may have very well gone out because, because I, I have a suspicion that the, uh, that the you know the cooler weather is not letting the ball fly out of there the way well, they want. You know, especially yeah. especially especially there was no wind today, so you know I don't know whatever it could be it could go either way still in that regard right, but um, they're just not getting the contact that they were getting down in Houston, which is why you know I'd made the comment like you know I don't know what the hell they forgot in baggage claim back in Houston, <laughs> but. But they left something because ever since they got back home, they have not been connecting well with the ball. They have not been, uh, you know, getting their opportunities or capitalizing on their opportunities to bring runners around. Um, I still have the same gripe that I've had the entire postseason about the team, which is they get runners on. They're not going for stolen bases. They're not bunting in a positive fashion, which good Lord, I realize that this is not 1930. Yeah. But, but bunting is still part of the game. And if you're going to go for it, damn it, do it to the right side of the diamond, make contact. Well, have somebody that actually can bunt do the bunt. Yeah. Don't just go, Hey, you're going to bunt now. And it's almost like, or or if you're going to be in that position, make sure somebody's going to be competent at it. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny for, for a team that has otherwise all of the different tools to be offensively productive. It's like, they are just no good at being able to lay down a bunt, you know, yeah. even, even if just to move a guy over and Martinez, I don't know what he's playing conservative for. I don't think the Houston catcher has really had to do more than maybe one throw to second base to try and chase down Robles on the base path. Did he? And, well, Turner stolen a base. They, I think. Uh, I think everybody's getting two tacos. I think you know, <laughs> on the thirtieth of October. Fantastic. Here's a crummy ass taco from Taco Bell. Enjoy. But I think that's the only. You know, I, I think those are the only times that they've done it. And they, you got to do something. You know, you got to do something to, to, to make things happen and force the Astros to have to play actual defense. Yeah, because you know, because they're not going to get least, it on on the long ball all the time. Yeah, at least to move the uh, the the fielders because they had so many line drives that went straight to where the guy was. Yeah, in the infield and the outfield. And if you're at least trying to run the steal to pull either the short or the second baseman in, you know, or to you, lay down a bunt. You know, you know, would be come on. Yeah, you know, it'd be good is if somebody just laid down. Yeah, just try freaking squeeze play. Who who the hell cares? Like, you know, this they were in the National League park, so National League play should be in order. And National League play traditionally is, you know, the base. You know the. Singles, doubles, moving the runners. It's small um, ball. It's manufacturing runs. That's what it is. That's the game plan if you're in the league that does not have the designated yeah, the extra power hitter. hitter. Yeah. And so it's like, all right. Um, um, yeah, so let's get into it. The MVP for the Astros was Arkady. 
100%. Nobody expected that. I mean, he, you know, they only had him in there five innings, but he threw 67 pitches and he got his last nine batters out. He made a hell of a, of a, of a case for him to be a starter in that rotation next year. No question. That's what they said. If that's what they're coming him for, he's, I think, I think he's gotten the job interview nailed and I think he's, he's got the job if he wants it. So, yeah, no, without question, he'd be good. And then in terms of, of their grinder side, I think that's going to have to go to Bregman. Yeah, that's um, what I had. I mean, for a guy who's been O for whatever in this series, to then come up big with a, uh, with a grand slam at an opportune moment, right, when the, the Nats have tended to get hot. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it just sucked the life out of the, out of the game for the Nats. So uh, kudos to him for for nailing that one. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, no, that those that was my pick exactly, and he had some good fielding plays today too. Um, this is a hard one, but I don't have an MVP right now in mind for the Nats. But the grinder, I I have Robles. He's bunch of good fielding plays today. Um. Especially off of the bat, uh, what Brantley and um, who's the other one? He kept catching his fly balls. I I can't remember, but you know he's you're seeing the effort consistent. Not that other guys aren't, but like Trey Turner's kind of looks like he's checked out. Um, Zimmerman's there, and I keep yelling at the screen though, don't swing at the first pitch because I just have the feeling that he's going to do it. Uh, Rendon's been wishy-washy and even though he did get that you know they put on that pressure in the sixth inning he got on base but it was off of the foot of the pitcher and probably would have been a double play and he swung at the first pitch so it was like eh so he's kind of going on but Robles has been you know he's been consistent and he hasn't messed up except for that one play in the first game and you know, he had some great catches. I'm looking now at TV. He had some diving catches. He had the two or three that were could have gone over the head, but he made some good jumps for it. You know, that's all I got. Well, I, I'm not going to offer up an MVP for tonight. I just can't. I'm, I'm so <laughs> disappointed across the board with the performance that I, I can't do it. I will give the grinder nod to Corbin. Um, he did his time on the mound. He did do better in the innings following his 20-plus pitch first inning. I mean, they nailed him for, what, 25, 30 pitches in the first? Yeah. No, something, uh, something insane. He might have been 30. And uh, so, so that's, that's almost half his <laughs> night in the first inning alone. Um, and so I will give him kudos for sticking to the game plan for trying to keep the team in a position to win. I think he did about as well as you could expect any of them to do. He certainly didn't do any worse than Scherzer or Strasburg or anybody else has done in the first, you know, four or five innings of of their outing. Yeah. It's almost like everybody was like, Hey, okay, everybody will get together. We'll give up. In fact, that was actually, actually, uh, I think that was actually a stat they threw up was that of all the starters through, you know, the first few games, Verlander gave up two. Scherzer gave up two. Strasburg gave up two. Corbin gave up two. Uh, Sanchez Verlander. gave up two. Yeah. And then the only one who had gone scoreless was <laughs> Herkiti. 
Yeah, or Katie. So, <laughs> I mean, so he did as well. He followed the plot about as well as anybody else. So I'll give him the nod on the Grinder uh, Award for tonight. I'm. I, I almost have to give the anti MVP award to Martinez sure. on Go this ahead. one because because I I I just feel like there were no lessons learned from last night's game when it came to what happens um, when your relievers just are not getting it done. Um, and tonight it was like they got a pass on it last night. The, they, the relievers came in. You had you know who was it, Suero and a couple of the guys come in, and they were they were sort of lights out. And it was just the Nats bats couldn't get going. But you had pretty much the exact same game style going on today, where the Nationals aren't hitting the ball. They're not capitalizing when they do get runners on base. You know they got the one run in in an inning when they easily could have put up two or three. Um, and again, there's the lack of aggressive decision-making to say, Hey, let's steal a base. Let's bunt a ball. Let's force something to happen um, to, or, you know, to try and drive the Astros to get themselves out of the game by making a mistake or committing errors or doing something dumb. Yeah. And, and there just wasn't any of that. And even when Rodney started to falter, I mean, look, I remember watching postseason games, you know, growing up where anytime they put the camera on in the bullpen, it wasn't just one dude standing up there warming up his arm. They'd have two guys. They'd have two guys sitting up there at the ready that you were going to keep the other team guessing who's coming. And then you were also going to have available every possible tool in your arsenal so that if you brought this one homer in to face a, a batter and he blew it, he was out and you were going to get the next guy up to go in there and get it done. And, you know, to have any pitcher sit there and suffer through four batters when it's obvious they can't even find the strike zone. I lay that 100% on the manager for not managing what little talent he has in his relief core to try and get that done. So I, unfortunately I'm going to have to put him in the corner with the dunce cap for game four on that one. I do think the strategy is the right one. I think he's going to get better results with it, with Scherzer and with Strasburg, hopefully. I think Scherzer's going to need to button it up a little bit and rise to the occasion. Um, mm-hmm. Given the, the circumstances, he, he's not going to have the benefit of, you know, Sanchez having having set the table for him and the pressure's off and he can go out and have a good night. He needs to he needs to bring it and he needs to bring it from the get go. Um, otherwise, it's going to be a very long game five for the Nats, and they could be in danger of letting this series slip away from them. They're already going to have to go back to Houston, um, and they need to be in a much much better position than the Astros when they make that trip. In my humble opinion, yeah, I think they need to win. They got to win tomorrow. They have to win tomorrow. Um... The, I wrote down here during the game, all the pressure is off of Garrett Cole, and it's squarely on the Nationals hitters. Yep. Um, but uh, Smoltz, well, before I go there, I actually do have an MVP for the game, and that's the dad that was in the stadium that was teaching his son the proper rally cap form. <laughs> um, that was a good one. I was like, kudos to you, you man. Good on good you. On you. Um, so... <laughs> Smoltz 
put out the uh, question, you know, if you told, I guess both fandoms, but the, especially the Nats one, if you could take a 2-2 series tie after four games, would you take it? And he was saying most people would say, yeah, but. Well, I did exactly that with our friend Barrett the other night. Like when he was asking me like Sanchez and Corbin, what do you think? And I said to him squarely, if it means that I can have Scherzer Strasburg in a game five and game six, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take it because, because there's nobody else I'd want in that spot to try and get it done. It makes it a little hairy for a game seven, but I think for a five and six, when you're trying to close it out, I mean, you've got your best arms right there. So it's going to be about as good as it can get. I, now, I will say this. Give it, you're talking about the dad. I, you know what? I will give an MVP. I'll give it to the Nats fans for not pulling a Dodgers fans move of, oh, God, they just hit a grand slam. We're going to vacate the stadium and leaving an empty park. There yeah. Was, the, the fans stayed, and they were there, and it came up more than a couple times from the commentators, the fact that people were still in the seats and people were still in the game. There was a little bit of rain, and I think that drove out some of the folks from the from some of the seats. But for the most part, yeah, the yeah, fans you... weren't leaving. Now, I have yeah. my theories as to why that is, and it focuses on the fact that, damn it, if I pay $1,000 to get a seat <laughs> in the 400 section, I'm getting my damn money worth. Like, screw, well, screw well, you know, the team's yes, getting paying for pain. that is always uh, a factor, but yeah, yeah I'm, not I... blowing, I'm not blowing a thousand bucks to get, <laughs> you know, 70% of what I paid for by leaving in the seventh. Screw that. Right. But I also think, you know, there's just the thing you just, like we've said, baseball is just outs. It's based off outs. And even when you're like, all right, we got, you know, I started tracking the last 12 outs of the game. I'm like, that's all you got left. But you never know what'll happen. You never know. And um yeah. I think it was the the not only those who paid a ton of money, but those who paid a ton of money and also were true baseball fans and know yes. that that's a part of the game. Yep. And you're like, you know, we it could happen. Who the hell knows? Who the hell knows? Well, game <laughs> look, game five, I will say this, five and six are gonna be as exciting to watch as two uh, or as games one and two were, you're going to have these epic, um, you know, face-offs here between Scherzer and, uh, and Cole. Cole and Verlander and Strasburg. I mean, there's no, anybody who is a true fan of baseball should appreciate just how great these games should be. And honestly, I think John Smoltz is completely right in his assessment, which is everybody should expect completely different outcomes for their guy from what they got in uh, games the first one and two. two. Games, yeah. Because now the pitchers have seen all those batters and vice versa. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see who makes the adjustment and who gets it done um, when it really, really counts. Um, I think Nats fans need to show up tomorrow. The weather apparently isn't going to be a factor the way we thought it was going to be. I was a little worried about that, to be honest. Um, yeah. But I think they need to show up tomorrow. They need to show up ready to shout, to make noise, um, to try and drive the game along as much as they possibly can. Scherzer thrives off of that. 
um, in those moments in that park, and he and he has throughout his career in Washington, and I think he's going to need every ounce of it um, to really pull through and do a do a, have a great. And then uh, hopefully um, things will be lined up for Strasburg to go out and potentially close it down um, by doing nothing more than what he's done this entire postseason. That's go out and be a beast. Um, so yeah. that's that's what I, I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a it's kind of harder to say, I guess, but a calmer Scherzer, not completely void of excitement and being amped up. But no, you want him when he has his control. Yeah, when he has his, when he has his pitch control and he has his command. Man, he's unstoppable, and he's gonna he's gonna dominate, and he can he can keep that you know, keep himself even keeled and everything else and, and be that emotional heartbeat for the offense, you know, when they, when they turn around and have to support him. Um, but something's got to happen. Something's got to happen to, to get them kind of lit up again, because I feel like the last two games, they've just kind of been devoid of any real life uh, at the plate. So do you think they, they had asked this question, do you think there's going to be any change in the lineup at all? Well, they made a change to the lineup tonight, right? Yeah, like they, they scooted... put Kendrick in for Cabrera. Uh... They did that tonight, and then, um... yeah, the rest of them was different. I mean, honestly, that, I don't, uh... I don't know if that was so much a defensive move. I don't think it was. It may have been Martinez trying to keep. Ken... This is all supposition on my part. Who knows? It, it may have been him trying to keep Kendrick fresh at the plate. You know, by by making sure he's not cold through a three game stretch before having to go back and then be a DH again. Right. Um, I mean, who knows, right? Um, you're trying to mix it up a little bit. You're trying to do something. I would not have necessarily replaced Cabrera. He's the one guy in the lineup who seems to be hitting. Yeah, you got on. You got to walk. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's he's actually had fantastic at bats. So I don't know that I would have been quick to to swap them out, but what do you do, right? I mean, I suppose that's the benefit of having multiple people on your bench that theoretically you can rely on to be a good bat at the plate and to be a good fielder um, when they when they have to go out and grab a glove out of the dugout. So I don't know. I don't know if there would be any change. What, what I would highly, highly recommend um, – is I, I think they need to potentially, if I were to do a swap, I would probably scoot around Rendon and Zimmerman. Um, I think Zimmerman is a little more dangerous in the middle of the lineup versus he later in the lineup. He used to be the three. He, was, he used to be the three. I think he, in bigger situations, is able to help move guys along. Um. I understand having him closer to that sort of bottom third of the lineup does make that portion a little more dangerous, but mm-hmm. Rendon's not doing great right now. And he's in that prime spot in the middle. And I don't know that, that he's necessarily making the pitcher work all that much either. Um, I might be more inclined to scoot him down in the lineup and put, put in a scenario where maybe you have to go through uh, and this is just my this is just my thought 
have to go through two lefties in Soto and Cabrera and two righties in Zimmerman and, uh, and you know, Zimmerman and Rendon and do some sort of combination there where you make that happen. I don't know. No. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Defensively, I think they got the right guys in the field. It was, gr- I think it was a great boon for Juan Soto to have him do that throw out at the plate oh, late in the game. That was a beautiful play. It was a good play. And it was a solid throw. And, um, you know, that has to be good for the confidence going into the game tomorrow because he, he, he made it. It was the exact same play that he'd had in game three that yeah. got blown both on fielding the ball and then on making the, the throw home. And uh, in this one, he played it perfectly, and he threw a laser uh, to, to Gomes at the plate to get um, – Chirinos. Yeah, to get him out. I mean, and he nailed him. It, it, that was a solid, solid throw. Yeah, I'm still wondering, though, like, why they sent Chirinos. I mean, they didn't need to, obviously. But, like, you it, you know, we've been saying and harping on you never know well, what's going to happen. Well, honestly, but I know, not why send, not? Right? Yeah, why I know. Why not since Santos hasn't made that play prior, you know, earlier in the in the series? So, yeah, but it's also one, your catcher. Two, you visited him at the plate with this weird thing. And so usually you don't send catchers to do two bag, two bagger. Yeah, send him. Maybe, maybe he'll blow his knees and he'll be unavailable for game five. Yeah, I know. But I was just, it was, I kind of questioned it. After I was like, hey, that was a great throw. Why did they send him? <laughs> but, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, and apparently the Nationals may potentially have Suzuki available. Um, they s- at some point in the remaining part he, of the thing. I, I don't know if he's available for tomorrow, but he has not been pulled off the roster. Um, so I don't know if that's just to keep him as a potential batter. Um, and yeah. Let, and let him yeah. pinch it. Um, or... <laughs> I I know your thoughts on the situation, but he <laughs> does have moments where he is clutch. Um, he has he has flashes of greatness every now and then. <laughs> but uh, no, I think he's going to be in the. I think he's going to be in the starting lineup tomorrow. He shares his catcher, and if there's any way mm, he can battle through that's a good this point. hip flexor issue, he's going to be in there. I don't think um, they're going to have anybody else go with them. I think it's just, it, they're going to go that way. That's a really um, good point. I hadn't, I hadn't remembered so, that fact because too, uh, it'd be Gomes who would do it, which I think Gomes is an advancement in the bat. I'm not sure. I haven't seen enough of him to know about the play calling for today, obviously. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot more of the pitchers on that. So I can't say whether or not I think he was calling a good game or not, but, um, the other one was Dozier. That's who would be their catcher outside of Gomes. And Buck pretty much said that Martinez was like, yeah, no. Um, yeah, I I think you got to go with the guys who've gotten it done for you. Um, up but with that, I, I would fully expect that Suzuki's batting eighth. Um, I will chalk it up that he's going to be an out. Um, so that might, that I think would affect my 
like if I was going to move anybody, because they're doing, you know, the whole left, right, left, right, left, uh, all that stuff. But I'd put Zim, even just if you nudged him up to the five, put him behind Soto. Um, yeah. He, if you're not going to move Rendon out of the top three, because in theory, right, Turner should be setting the table. He's not. He hasn't gone on base past two days. Right. You know, that's kind of just a blanket statement, but he hasn't gotten on really. Right. Eaton is doing his thing. Rendon has been wishy-washy. And Rendon is the one that's like, he's like a Bobby Abreu. Like when Bobby would go up to the plate, you knew he was going to foul off like seven pitches. Mm-hmm. And even if he got out, he made that pitcher throw a lot of pitches and work the count. And right. he was a stressful out for the other team. And right. Rendon hasn't really been doing that. And then Soto's just kind of, he's he's in there. I think his setup, it's like they're not performing the proper alley-oop. Rendon is not setting up Soto to hit well. Um, but if they can snap it together and then you got Soto and then you got Zimmerman right after Zim is such a, like a feel kind of guy, like right into the moment, into what's going on that I think that would help him do a little better as well. Cause he's been kind of flopping around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it, everything is within reach for them tomorrow. I think they're going to get a solid outing from Scherzer. Um, there's going to be some runs. I, I would anticipate that whether it's him or Strasburg, they're going to give up some runs. The Astros are too good um, to not think that they're going to get some, you know, get some points up on the board. You know what the key might be is getting Brantley, Brantley and Altuve, getting those guys. If you can, because tonight, you know, the the lower end of the batting order was hitting as well. Yeah, don't get me wrong. They're they're the equivalent of Turner setting the table. Like they they are the guys that they set the tone for everybody else in the lineup for sure. Those guys have been on. I mean, Brantley, I think, is getting at least two hits a game. Altuve, the same thing. And even if he's getting out, he's socking the heck out of the ball. So like, yeah, Bregman got his hit tonight, but he hasn't been hitting. Um, so you know, you gotta. They really got to get those guys out. Yeah. Well, look, it should be um it's a best of 3. I it is the, it is now a best of 3. And I think for a game 7, let's assume for a minute. Yeah, let's do the game. Let, let's, let's assume for a minute that it's going to be that it's going to be Scherzer and Strasburg and then let's assume you go to a game 7. Yeah, I think if you're the Nats, you go with Sanchez. I think you let him pitch. This wouldn't be like game three where he's had this extraneous time off. He'll have seen these guys in a much closer proximity. He'll be kind of a little more in the flow. And I think he's he's a big enough veteran in that spot that you go with him for it. And that frees up Corbin, even after tonight, um, to potentially be used in relief if you got to use him in a game six or game seven. 
I wouldn't put him in for more than an inning, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But I think you want to have that potential, especially given tonight's performance by the by the relievers. I think you gotta <laughs> you gotta have your left hander available. I think you just you have to roll that dice, and you gotta you gotta you know have that tool in the toolbox um, for six and seven. Um, I'm going to call. I, I am going to call this potential scenario. I do think Scherzer is going to pitch tomorrow a very good game. Um, if they are able and mind think about who didn't pitch tonight in this game, much less last night in game three, the two guys that didn't pitch Hudson and Doolittle. Yeah. They um, haven't once a lot. He, he didn't touch them because Martinez said specifically, I want them available for Scherzer. So he's anticipating that Scherzer's going to give him six, seven innings worth of work. And if he's able to do that, he'll have the two best relievers we've got in the box to be able to then go out and close it out and get it done. And I think even if there's a little bit of a trouble spot, they can, they can do it. Um, they will also potentially still be available for game six behind Strasburg if they're able to get it done because they will have had the rest to be able to, to, you know, do back to back nights. Mm -hmm. So this is going to get interesting. I I can't make a solid prediction to say, look, we can get it done in the next two games, but I think, I think the, we, we certainly have a hell of a shot. We certainly have a hell of a shot given the starters that are coming, that are coming up, um, given the matchups and given the way the teams performed. I mean, they, absolutely rocked Verlander the other night. Um, and then took, and then took it to the rest of the, of the Houston relievers. Now they may have a different story. I think in that matchup more so than the one against Cole. Um, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be five, six rough innings against Cole tomorrow. Um, unless he makes a mistake and you never know. Right, like people thought Kershaw was going to be lights out, and he was for one at bat, and then all of a sudden, back to back, boom, and he was out of the game. So, so who knows? Who knows? This this is a lot of what makes this really exciting. I think tomorrow of, of any game thus far in the World Series this time around, tomorrow is absolutely going to have to be a must watch. Um, for anybody, because I really think this is going to be the one that sets the tone uh, for the remainder of the World Series. I wouldn't go so far as to say the winner is the one that becomes the champion, but I would be willing to say it's going to be the one that's going to set the tone for this best of three. I think oh. it's either yeah. going to be it's either going to be a hit a hitter's paradise because they've now woken up or it's going to become lights out with the starters and it's going to be feast or, you know, it's going to be famine Um, and teams are going to have to come up with ways to manufacture runs and uh, take away those games. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, who, who was the Nats fifth starter? Do you know the fifth starter? Yeah. Um, I don't think they had one. I think they went on a short. 
okay. shorter uh, because again the relief the relief pitching was so bad. I don't think they gave themselves that sort of flexibility to have a fifth starter. I if yeah. they did, I I don't remember who it who it may have been. Yeah, no, I'm just someone trying else can to correct see. me Is on there... that. If they, or was it Suero? Was that who it was? As a starter, Wander didn't he? Didn't you I, say yesterday he was a? Starter? I honestly have I honestly have no idea. Yeah. It's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think the night, the game tonight got away from them to be able to put in um, Doolittle or Hudson. Mm-hmm. Even like they were, they they questioned or Rosenthal quest, questioned leaving Rodney out there and not putting Hudson in since it was such an intense situation that was going on, but. Um, I was just thinking about closers, and I was like, "Well, they stuck Mariano Rivera in a not that Hudson is Mariano, but would they have stuck him into a game in like a middle inning to get?" Let's a guy put it out? this way. No. Let's put it this way: the few times that the Yankees did, it did not go very well. Yeah, from what, from what I remember, <laughs> from what I remember, history was not kind to Mariano Rivera when he was going in. Um. Any it, earlier than it, the eighth inning, much yeah. less the ninth. Yeah, no, he, you know, you would be like, okay, four outs, easy. Five outs, okay. And more Six, than that, you're yeah. like. Mmm. Yeah, you were taking a huge risk. So I was like, I'm not so sure about that assessment. But anyway, yeah, I think tomorrow's going to be intense. I've, It's it's going to be nuts. They have the day in between for travel. So that's another day of rest. So I think even tomorrow I would be somewhat short leashed. I mean, you anticipate Scherzer is going to go far, but if stuff starts getting a little crazy, I mean, you gotta, you gotta win in my, this game, in my opinion. Um, and then if, if you're the first... if you're the Nats, this to me is a must win yeah. game. I don't think they want to be in the position at all of having to go back to Houston and win two. to win two more games. Not not yeah. two. I could see a scenario where they win tomorrow, potentially drop a game six. Yeah. Um. But but I don't think they want to have to do two in a row to close yeah. it out in Houston. I just don't think that that's going to help them at all. Yeah, that's not the ideal scenario, and I think these last three games are all pretty much like we were talking about seven with Sanchez. If so, that especially short leash game, Sanchez, just go four. Right. <laughs> How about that? Go four. Right. <clears throat> Corbin will put you in for one, and just then you're like, all right, uh, who else we got? Scherzer, you can go in for an inning or an out or something because you know he's right. going to want to get in there. Um, but you got to do anything you can to win. Hopefully it does not come to that. And hopefully they win tomorrow. They get a day off. They rest. Their bats decide to come back from vacation. And they win in game six. No, not but, come back from vacation. They're going to be relo- You know, They're going to be located in the lost and found at, at you know, the airport in Houston. <laughs> oh, there you were. There you are. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I think that's pretty good for this recap. Uh, kudos again to the man in the uh, stands with the rally cap lesson. <laughs> um, you know, Nats fans show up 
And tomorrow's the night, guys. Tomorrow's the night. If you if you were attending Game Five, you got to bring it. You got to bring it heavy for the game and and be up for the whole game because they need you. And uh, it's going to be critical, critical to have that place rocking all night. Yeah, definitely. They uh, they can get rocking for the uh, DC United games. They somehow get rocking for the football team's games um, at times. And so I know everyone is possible, uh, able to do it and capable. So let's go Nats and let's, let's get away. Let's go Nats. All right. Later, guys. Later.